Hi, I'm Michael Stiddle. And I'm Nick Nanos. And welcome to Trendlines. So, Nick, there are storm clouds on the horizon, potentially in Ontario, for the Conservatives. Uh, several major school boards might shut down this upcoming Monday if tens of thousands of support workers go on strike. And that's in response to Premier Doug Ford's plan to increase class sizes. Nick, what could this mean for the campaign frontrunners? Well, I think for the Conservatives, this is going to be an issue to manage. You know, ideally, for Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives, the focus of the campaign would be exclusively on Andrew Scheer, who he is, what he stands for, what his vision for Canada is. And what we found is that whenever there is an integration or connection to Doug Ford, uh, it just distracts from his image and his uh, message. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and for some voters in Ontario who might not be happy with Premier Doug Ford, the sheer conservatives have to watch out about people connecting those two politicians and perhaps being a little nervous. And there's nothing worse than grumpy parents who have to uh, deal with a, a school strike, right? Because mm. it, just, it just makes for, uh, makes for personal difficulties for many Ontarians. And every time uh, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau is campaigning in Ontario, he just seems to keep mentioning Doug Ford's name over and over and over again. Sometimes he doesn't even say Andrew Scheer. Yeah, you know what? This is kind of a weird campaign in that respect. It's it's like uh, Justin Trudeau and the Liberals mention Stephen Harper and Doug Ford more than they do Andrew Scheer. Maybe they maybe they believe that uh, the the Scheer brand is uh, is is reasonably good, and the best way to try to define that is to is in an attempt to connect Andrew Scheer to Stephen Harper and to connect Andrew Scheer to Doug Ford, kind of like politics by association. And uh, mm. so, you know, you can bet your bottom dollar that if there is a strike, the strike that we expect to happen occurs, that the Liberals will try to take advantage of this and uh, and then to try to get Andrew Scheer to publicly say how close or not close he might be to uh, the Premier of Ontario. So what are the national numbers right now? Well, the national numbers still gripped in a tie, right? There's only two percentage mm. points. It's kind of like, I think the election's kind of like listening to Charlie Brown's teacher, like wah 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 wah, <laughs> it's kind of like a fog where it's kind of like, like no one's ahead. Yeah. There's no clarity. It's like the campaign is focusing on, uh, on, on kind of what are quasi sensational things. It's kind of like I call it the number two issues: two passports, two planes. Mm. And you know, think of it this yep. way: if, oh, yeah. if you're an average Canadian, you're worried about your job and worried about paying your bills, and you're listening to politicians bicker about how many passports their opponent has or how many airplanes mm -hmm. they have. It's kind of like, hey, you know, please talk about issues that affect our day-to-day -day lives. And, uh, you know, so it's been kind of a bizarre election so far. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the debate that is uh, set up next week to see if there can be a greater focus on real issues that real Canadians are worried about. Right. We've got our English language debate on Monday. Uh, we've got a panel of journalists, including CTV's very own Lisa Laflamme. That is a big opportunity for the frontrunners to go at each other and talk about their self-owns. The dual citizenship uh, surprise from, from the other day, the two planes. What can we expect, do you think, on Monday? Well, you know, the interesting thing about Monday is that it will also have, but a bump, Maxime Bernier and Elizabeth May, uh -huh. who were not in the yes. TVA debate. So uh, I'm sure right. both of them will be uh, chomping at the bit 
to uh, take a run at uh, all of the other federal party leaders. That'll be an interesting dynamic. Who Elizabeth May, I always look at who do people attack and who do they try to be friendly with? So will Elizabeth May be aggressive with Justin Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh? Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see because you know the thing is is that hypothetically, uh, they agree on a lot of things, but the reality is is that there's a lot of progressive voters and when they get split, usually someone suffers. So, uh, and then likewise hmm. for Maxime Bernier, does he focus on the block leader who's uh, now starting to trend up in the polls? How much does he take on Andrew Scheer as kind of like a continuation of the conservative leadership le uh, that he lost and, uh, mm -hmm. and how he t tries to kind of cut through the clutter to try to run his numbers? Because you know what, right now the People's Party is just mired. Uh, they, their numbers aren't moving. They really need something to happen in a debate or something else in order to uh, motivate their voters and to get more Canadians to look at them. And this is uh, Elizabeth May has a big chance here uh, in Monday's debate. Uh, but I think your numbers are showing a, a drop for her party overall. Yeah, actually, we're seeing two things. The last uh, seven days has been a decline for the Green Party in terms of national ballot support. They've basically gone from about 15% to 8% and have declined every day. The other thing is, is we've also seen a bit of a drop, uh, not as dramatic a drop, but a bit of a drop for Elizabeth May on the preferred prime minister front. Um, so right now, the trajectory, and it's actually a very clear trajectory for the Green Party, is uh, is going down. So, uh, so for her... Uh, the debate is going to be uh, critical. That said, you know what? She has the most debate experience from uh, all of the federal party leaders. Uh, she's done well mm -hmm. in past federal leaders debate. She knows her files. She's very engaging. She's very authentic. Um, so, you know, it's not outside of the realm of possibility that, you know, she could turn around her numbers with a good debate performance when people kind of look at the other leaders quibbling over things and they look at Elizabeth May and go, hey, you know what? Kind of like that green stuff. Maybe we should uh, veer back in that direction. Her debating style, uh, as you said, is really policy focused. She really knows her stuff. Um, I'm just curious how that will play out when you've got, uh, as you say, uh, the liberals and the conservatives kind of hammering away on secondary issues. Like the two planes thing came out during the TVA debate, where during the debate, Sheer said it, and then on their conservative party Twitter account, they showed that gif of uh, Trudeau straddling two big jets. Well, it's fair. You know what? Let's face it. It's it's fair game. You know, like uh, the it. I think it's completely fair for uh, any of the federal party mm -hmm. leaders to have that kind of scrutiny, um, especially a party leader that uh, puts a significant uh, premium on on the environment. So I think it's I think it's fair mm -hmm. game. The, the conservatives came in. Uh, um, you know, they came in prepared. But, you know, what the conservatives have to worry about is that they, uh, you know, win the battles and lose the war. You know, that the it doesn't yeah. look, this, that this election campaign doesn't look like just basically bickering, you know, mean bickering on unimportant issues for mm -hmm. between uh, Scheer and Trudeau while no one's talking about policy. And I think uh, that's why the positioning of Elizabeth May uh, hypothetically, she, she did well in this debate. And actually, I'll put Jagmeet Singh in that in that category, too, um, because mm -hmm. he's been fairly policy-focused. Uh, he's been uh, above the bickering and has conducted himself very well in the campaign. The NDP numbers have been solid. Maybe they're not as high as they'd like. So, uh, so you know, maybe they'll be those, those two party leaders, the party leaders of the third and fourth party, um, could come out ahead if they, if it looks like, 
these two folks are bickering and these two folks are talking about what's important. Maybe we'll take a second look at the new Democrats and the Greens right. as alternatives to the two frontrunners. Now, we haven't, well, we've touched on preferred PM, but how is this sort of hypocrisy on Trudeau and Scheer playing out in preferred PM? So once again, the Conservatives have gone after uh, former Liberal leader Stefan Dion and former NDP leader Thomas Mulcair for having dual citizenship. And it turns out that Andrew Scheer himself has Canadian U.S. citizenship. Trudeau has presented himself as, as a big environmentalist, and he's flying around using two campaign planes. It's sort of chipping away at the preferred PM levels, but you're saying that it's actually Elizabeth May who's gone down in preferred PM. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think the the fact of the matter is is that I don't think any Canadian is really surprised at the allegations on either from the red team or from the blue team uh, on their mm. on their leaders, and it it's just uh, speaks to a certain level of uh, of cynicism. You know, what we have seen is you know if you think of a relationship where green numbers go down and Liberal Party numbers go up or Elizabeth May's numbers go down and Justin Trudeau's numbers go up, it looks like there could be some type of relationship between those two parties where, um, you know, when it looks like the, uh, when it looks like Andrew Scheer is doing really well, Green Party supporters who like Elizabeth May, who like the Green Party, who are committed to the environment, might not like Justin Trudeau, but they really don't like Andrew Scheer. And this is where, you know, Elizabeth May might get squeezed by strategic voting right now. Nick, what's your big takeaway for this week? My big takeaway is watch out for strategic voting and also the trend line for the Green Party and the New Democrats. Because if those progressive voters decide to opt for the Liberals, that'll be bad news for the Conservatives. In a way, Andrew Scheer's best friends, Jagmeet Singh, Elizabeth May, he needs them both to do well in the leadership debate. He needs their parties to do better in order to split the vote to allow the Conservatives to pop up the middle and snatch more ridings. Nick, thanks very much. My pleasure. And Nick, where can we find you? You can reach me on Twitter at NIKNickNanos or on the web at www.nanos.co. And I'm on Twitter at Michael Siddle. This show was produced by Trevor Coral, Jesse Taharelli, and Phil Hahn. Our executive producer is Liz Travers. This show is hosted by Nick Nanos and myself, Michael Siddle. Thanks for listening. 